Hello everybody, welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I actually just got home from a, uh, a boys night, if you will. I uh, told you guys recently how our, uh, we got fiber internet and that the technician who came to hook it up, Trevor, he uh, said that I was the coolest customer he's ever had and uh, asked for my phone number and they wanted to hang out because he's lonely. He moved here recently. So uh, wanted to meet him out, but I didn't really want to meet him out one-on-one. -on -one. No offense to him. I, um, I just have other friends. You know, you got to keep them all, keep them all happy. Don't want to really juggle them too haphazardly. So uh, invited also uh, my friend Scott and Ray. Ray couldn't make it, but Scott brought his little son, Hudson, who's two and a half years old. And he was a, uh, he was fun. He's got a little ball of energy, did not want to stay in the booth, just wanted to climb around and play with things. And uh, Scott and I did some buck hunting while we waited for Trevor. And yeah, it was, uh, it was some fun time. And then also kind of ended with me going to, well, first off, when Scott had to leave with Hudson, he asked for the check. But he meant just his check, but then she brought one check for three adult men and a baby, and uh, they each had cash, and I had a card. So then when the lady came, it was like, oh, let's think this out together, right? I got a $14 burger and two $5 beers. So that's $24. And then if I would have tipped on that, it would have been like $5. Probably, right? You double that. And then, uh, so it have been $29. So uh, whatever. I paid a little bit more. I think I, t I paid like $34, but I just got everybody else's tip. So it is what it is. <laughs> I just thought when that happened, I was like, why would you do this to us? And the answer, of course, is because of Hudson. But, um, yeah, anyway. I was also the only one to drink. Other dudes ordered sodas. And I was like, seriously? So, that's fine, though. And then I, I've been making, and I'm looking at now, my risen dough. Before I left, I whipped up a dough and put it aside to rise for bagels. I've got to shape them when I'm done with this here. And I went into Sprouts with Trevor to get... Some cream cheese and cream cheese at Sprouts was eight dollars. Eight dollars for a little little cream cheese, the one you're picturing, you know. Of course it was a different brand, but it was eight dollars. And I wasn't about to buy that, to be honest. That's where I draw the line. I understand inflation. I am not paying eight dollars for cream cheese. I will bomb a post office before I do that. Um, at least in this decade, I am sure by the time I die that, uh, that will make sense with inflation. We're definitely on track, but I opted for an alternative and that was tofu, tofu based cream cheese. It was still like $4, but I was just like, man, I'm not, not doing it. 
Anyway, and then we came out and Trevor was like, oh, hey, you want to sit with me while I warm up the, the truck? And he had our internet company's truck that he drives. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'm going to sit in there. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird to do. But, uh, you know, chill talk. Interesting to hear people's you know, life stories, what brings them, what brings them around being in this transient place. Um, I will say that today, while in the sauna, I watched a Werner Herzog documentary, Meeting Gorbachev, as in Mikhail Gorbachev, the kind of last um, president, if you will, premier of the USSR. And there's an asterisk there because of Yeltsin, I guess. Um, some confusion, but you know, it was an interesting, it was an interesting thing to see. I don't, it definitely changed my opinion of Mikhail Gorbachev, who I thought of as just a drunk. And maybe that's not, I mean, maybe he was a bit of a drunk. Um, but yeah, that was like the, uh, the propaganda idea that I had of it. And ironically, you know, Gorbachev is kind of hated in Russia. And apparently this paints the picture that he is loved in the rest of the Soviet Union, other than Russia, other than some of those other like Warsaw Pact countries. But in Poland and in Germany, um, he is, he's loved because he was kind of the one that let them off the leash and who allowed for German reunification in some regards. And, um, I don't know. I've been broadly, there's some topics that I know I'm interested in, but I know are big topics and eventually I'll chisel my way at them, but I leave them on the table and perestroika, um, that's something that I've been really kind of thinking about more lately and uh, looking for apt historical comparisons. And today, I, I, while thinking about what my sauna watch will be, I uh, was reminded of Lars von Trier. I'd seen a meme and I actually brought this up I brought Lars von Trier up to my group chat with uh, my film school pals. And Will was like, oh, I just saw this meme. And I was like, yeah, that's the meme that made me think of him. Um, that was just like showing all his movies. And then under each one, it would be like, man, was really going through something when he made this. And it's like, yeah, that's totally Lars von Trier. Um, I love Lars von Trier. His movies are super heavy. And uh, one of them has Bjork. Bjork acts in uh, Dancer in the Dark. And uh, I thought she had Down Syndrome, to be honest. She might have a little bit of it. But um, I just wasn't feeling that today. And then I was like, who's similar to Lars von Trier? Oh, Werner Herzog. And then I went looking at Werner Herzog movies. And this Meeting Gorbachev documentary was on Hulu. So I watched that. And... Uh, yeah, I recommend it, I guess. It, it was kind of touching at moments. I think that especially something that really gets me are is uh, elderly men talking about their wives dying. And uh, that's something that comes up in this. And 
I don't think that you really need further proof of someone's humanity than uh, there was a clip of Gorbachev and his wife and the way that they were holding hands. It was a close-up of their hands. Um, it was very telling. It was very telling. And it makes sense that he's hated in Russia for kind of being a softy that uh, allowed the Soviet Union to fall apart. But this really does show you kind of what you any normal um, person, what any intelligent person would have assumed is that it was doomed to fail and that he was weirdly just open-minded enough to kind of work towards a better future for the people by that means and showed how he was like legitimately from a farm and a farm kid who uh, went on to help farmers, apparently brought modernized sheep shearing to Russia. And uh, then he was brought on by Brez Brezhnev, Brez Brezhnev. Um, weird that that doesn't sound right. I'm, I guess I'm probably saying it right, wrong. Who was totally demented. And they have a really crazy clip of him like introducing Gorbachev to the council where he was like, couldn't say his name and couldn't remember what he was there for and had to have like a guy like whisper things in his ear to like remember what to say. And then right then he died. And then the next guy who was like de facto head of the communist party, um, literally was like in his hospital with terminal illness at the time. And they would like have fake photo shoots for the media of like him at the polls, but it was like a fake poll booth set up in his hospital room and they were like holding him by the waist so he wouldn't fall over in the camera footage. And anyway, there was some interesting stuff, no doubt. Um, what else? And I had seen, while trying to research what to watch, I'd seen some Lars von Trier interviews. Whew. Sorry, from the, uh, from the last couple of years. And he is someone who has aged a lot recently, which is a real shame because... I didn't think of him as being that old. And now you see him like quivering with um, purple lips and a very gray beard. And maybe if he shaved his beard off, which is gray, you wouldn't think he was that old, but the quivering doesn't help. And uh, you get the sense that his beard is covering like a very wrinkled and jowly underface. Um, so that was kind of sad and, and worth noting, I guess. Hey, my salad of today, though, I used the leftover beans of yesterday and I mixed them with, uh, you know, of course the beans also had mushrooms and onions and jalapenos and I mixed it with a can of tuna to make an almost bean and tuna salad, um, which was pretty good and healthy. You really felt like, mm, this is healthy while you're eating it. So, Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to get to making and forming my bagels so that I can proof them overnight in the fridge. But uh, please stay healthy. Come again tomorrow.